No worries on my mind and I'm ready just to have a good time. Everywhere I go, I got a glow, I got the shine. Hello and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. Or you can reach either of them at 336-285-5999. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Hello and welcome to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. Thank you for joining us. This will be our last show on pregnancy and post-pregnancy. Post, uh, post Karen's going to start out talking about uh, uh, women's health. and Yeah. Yes, um, weight management um, during pregnancy and post-pregnancy. And um, so I'm going to start out talking about healthy weight gain. Um, Weight gain management in pregnancy and post-pregnancy is mostly concerned in two areas. Aiming for a healthy weight during pregnancy itself and losing pregnancy uh, weight post-delivery. And both of these aims can be achieved by following an appropriate weight management plan that takes into consideration um, particular diet and exercise needs for pregnant and postpartum women. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is going to be a healthy weight gain during pregnancy. So women who gain weight amount, who uh, gain a healthy amount of weight during pregnancy um, help ensure that they will have a safe and comfortable delivery during pregnancy and reduce the chances of complications. So not only does the pregnant woman um, need to fulfill her own caloric requirements, she must also see to it that um, she fulfills or intakes the correct nutritional needs that her baby, her unborn baby, will need to consume. So during the second and third trimesters, uh, pregnant women usually need to increase their caloric intake. Uh, For an average weight woman, that means about 300 calories per day. Um, so her daily requirement should be between 2,000 and 2,500 calories a day. And the need for extra calories will vary from woman to woman, depending on um, how much she weighs. So she would need to make sure that she consults a doctor or a, management, a weight management consultant, consultant that can guide her um, to the correct weight. And... Um, Preferably by then, um, she would see her doctor or dietitian who can advise her of the appropriate, um, not just calories, but the appropriate foods that she'll need to intake. So um, although most women should not lose weight during pregnancy, she can keep her weight under control by knowing just how much to eat and what types of foods to eat. And consulting her doctor or dietitian will be a big help in... um, just uh, to calculate the actual calories that she'll need and to keep her on a a healthy eating regimen. And um, so we do have some charts that we will post on our uh, Facebook page 
if you're interested in getting some more details about um, what the BMI should be, what your weight should be, and how much you should eat, and how many calories you should eat. Um, overweight women should know that um, although weight gain is necessary during pregnancy, they should not go beyond a normal range. And because doing so could cause health problems, not just for the mother, but for the unb unborn child as well. And um, it's going to put her at risk for um, not just obesity, but other diseases and illnesses um, such as diabetes, um, not just in the mother, but also in the child. So you want to kind of avoid those um, unnecessary weight gain um, as, as much as possible. All right, so one thing you can do is uh, do some moderate exercising, like yoga, walking, and in some cases, even weight-bearing exercises. Um, before starting any exercise program, of course, you want to consult your doctor and um, make sure that you are clear to do any type of exercises. Um, under no circumstances should, you, should a pregnant woman undertake a crash diet or any type of fad diet to keep weight under control um, and, or um, excessively exercise to keep your weight under control, especially if you have not been exercising up to that point. Um, another way or another great way to avoid excess um, weight gain is to just eat a good breakfast. Um, a lot of people tend to skip breakfast and what happens is later in the day you end up um, overeating because of the um, excessive hunger that you feel from having to skip breakfast. So some ways to combat that would be to plan your meals ahead, choose foods that are low in fat, low in sugar, and high in fiber. You want to drink at least six to ten glasses of water every day, and you want to have your food cooked, uh, grilled, baked, or steamed. And you want to make sure that you chew your food properly and avoid the sensation to eat for two. Alright, so if you plan your meals in advance, this will enable you to have more control over your caloric intake. Um, you're more apt to eat a healthy diet and you will avoid making last minute meal choices that consist of whatever's in your cupboard. Um, healthy snacks like carrot sticks, fruits, whole grain crackers should be kept on hand for when hunger does strike. At least you'll have something healthy to grab. Um, meals can be planned a day in advance, a week, or even a month in advance. And um, some of the benefits or one of the benefits of planning in advance is that you'll save money. And another one is that it does make shopping easier. A second strategy is uh, choose food low in fat, low in sugar, and high in fiber. Food products with high sugar and high fat content are simply not nutritious. It's always better to consume sugar and fats from natural sources like fruits, like whole fruits. Um, eating foods rich in fiber aids in removing excess fat and leaves the stomach feeling fuller even when fewer calories are consumed. A third strategy is drink at least eight to 10 glasses of water a day. Now dehydration is 
often misinterpreted as hunger. A pregnant woman who eats the proper amount of nutrients but still feels hungry probably needs to drink more water. Strategy number four is to grill, bake, or steam your food. Grilling, baking, and steaming foods helps to preserve the nutritional value of the food. So pregnant women are sure to get the maximum benefit from the foods that they're eating. Preparing foods this way um, avoids the need to use or eat fatty foods like fried foods. Strategy number five, chew your food properly. Studies show that when people chew their food um, consciously and savor every bite, they feel fuller, even if they consume less food. So this is great advice for pregnant women um, who need to be more careful about regulating their calorie requirements. And strategy number six, avoid eating for two. Now pregnant women are often encouraged to eat more based on the premise that they're eating for two and many pregnant women use their condition to justify that um, or to indulge in extra fattening and sweet foods but um, neither of these scenarios um, does the mother any good and it's not healthy for her the baby will get their nutrients off the uh, normal amount of food so as long as the woman is healthy the baby's um, caloric uh, requirements will be satisfied. You can eat uh, six small meals rather than three large ones. Uh, eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. Eat starchy foods uh, like whole wheat, uh, breads and pastas, uh, whole grains. Make sure that they have the seeds in them. Uh, for You'll get fiber and nutrients in there. They'll make you feel full. For protein, you want to eat uh, legumes and if you are a meat eater you can eat eggs uh, lean meats chicken and fish but you want to avoid fish that is high in mercury see that uh, you you uh, try to eat uh, or drink almond milk and coconut milk it will give you uh, some good fats in your diet uh, calcium comes from green leafy foods you can get it from oranges you can get it from fruits and vegetables I wouldn't try to take in too many cheeses and yogurts and stuff like that because it has a lot of fat in it. Uh, most doctors recommend that you get folic acid, which is also in your greens, and uh, that uh, in the first three months of the uh, pregnancy, a, a good source of folic acid is uh, cauliflowers, cabbage, chickpeas, broccoli. Uh, most vegetables, lentils, spinach, uh, have, have uh, asparagus, bran flakes, oranges. Most of them have those uh, folic acids in them. Uh, pregnant women often become iron deficient, but like again, uh, if you eat green leafy foods, you'll get, you'll get that. If you're a meat eater again, you'll get that from your red meats. Make sure you're eating uh, meats that are grass-fed. Uh, you want to make sure they're organic if you if you are a meat eater. Uh, you want to make sure that when you uh, snack, that you're snacking on good stuff like, uh, again, Karen mentioned um, carrots, mm -hmm. celery, yeah. broccoli, stuff like that. Yeah. And and you want to make sure that you don't take in a lot of oils by themselves because even if it's um, uh, like 
olive oil, stuff like that, they have a lot of fat content in them. And right. again, we have a chart that we post, we'll be posting on our Facebook page that will help you in picking good, good choices. Again, like I said, we don't recommend a lot of the fats, but doctors do. So we'll, we'll leave it up to you whether or not you want to do that. As far as physical activity comes, uh, it's important as a diet, uh, to help your diet and control your weight gain in pregnancy, it's important to remember that during pregnancy, a woman's body releases a hormone called relaxin, which loosens her joints in uh, preparation for delivery. Given that pregnant women obviously need to take care uh, with their choices of exercise and pay attention to techniques as uh, not to harm themselves or their baby, it is uh, good to start out maybe walking because that's a good uh, cardiovascular exercise mm -hmm. uh, for pregnancy since it, it does, uh, you know, it's not very hard on your knees, ankles, it's low impact. And so you can do that and, and still feel like you're exercising. Uh, swimming's a good thing. You know, you get into water, you can move your arms around. You don't really have to exert a whole lot and uh, it feels good. Uh, most women enjoy that. Aquanatal uh, is another good thing. Uh, it's a exercise that is popular with pregnant women. Uh, it's gentle on the joints and easy to do. Uh, Pilates, I know uh, a lot of women do Pilates. It's a form of exercise that combines flexibility, strength training, and body awareness, breathing, relaxation. Pilates is an exercise that targets the abdomen, abdomen and uh, pelvic floor muscles, two areas that tend to weaken during pregnancy, and you may want to do some weight training. Right, exactly. Now, uh, women um, who follow the weight training program before they get pregnant basically just need to consult their physicians and uh, probably modify their routines or their exercises according to how their pregnancy progresses. Um, weight training is a good way to tone and strengthen the muscles and uh, pregnant women will benefit from this as long as, as they um, take the necessary precautions, um, in particular to avoid heavy weight bearing and, um, and uh, doing exercises in various positions. So they just want to make sure they modify as they go along. Um, the Kegel exercises are focusing on strengthening the pelvic floor muscle and it's great for making childbirth easier and reducing uh, the chances of tears during labor and delivery. During postpartum, uh, the postpartum period, um, during doing Kegel exercises also aid in the healing process after birth and um, it uh, tones the vaginal muscles after childbirth. Mild stretching exercises should be performed after your main exercise to prevent um, soreness and muscle pull. It's unavoidable that women retain some of their uh, added pregnancy weight after childbirth. Yet many women still feel disappointed and frustrated that they continue to carry those extra pounds. Postpartum weight that was gained in nine months simply cannot be lost in one month. However, the post-pregnancy weight loss approach is quite simple and consists of two components. Following a healthy and nutrition-rich diet plan, especially if the woman is breastfeeding and increasingly ac increasing activity levels upon approval 
from the doctor. If a woman gained no more than the recommended weight gain for pregnancy, she should be able to return to her postpartum weight within 8 to 10 months, provided that she uh, eats well and exercises similarly. Uh, she can begin her exercise routine once the doctor gives her that go-ahead. The other uh, thing you can do is uh, once the body begins to recover and the menstrual period, period uh, resumes, but uh, most postpartum, women who are not breastfeeding can simply return to a well-balanced, low-fat uh, weight loss diet and exactly um breastfeeding women can lose about three to four pounds a month um, without any adverse effect on lactation as long as they follow some basic weight loss guidelines um, such as consciously making efforts to lose um, weight but only after the baby's about eight weeks old um, the best way for a lactating woman to burn calories is to breastfeed the baby often and keep doing so for at least a year. Um, a lactating mother's um, dietary um, increase in calories should be about three to four hundred um, in the first three to four months. So she can reduce her calorie intake once the baby switches to um, actual food. Um, a nursing mother's diet should be low in fat and rich in nutrients, rich in vitamins, protein, and fiber, um, low fat should not be misinterpreted as fat free. Um, the minimum caloric intake of a lactating mother should not be less than 18, uh, 15 to 1800 calories a day since the woman will require more calories um, than at, during other times. So um, she should consult her doctor so that she'll know exactly how many calories she'll need to take to intake. Um, you want to definitely avoid a sudden drop in caloric intake. Um, it should be reduced gradually after the baby has been weaned. Um, you want to avoid carbonated drinks, tea, coffee, and any other beverage that contains caffeine and added sugar. You also want to limit or completely avoid alcohol. Um, lactating mothers should avoid fad diets, low-carb diets, and all weight loss drugs. Um, but we'll, we'll share, again, we'll share on our site a lot of this information so you'll have it too um, as a guideline. Okay, the, the exercise part of this, in addition to uh, uh, regulating the diet, Postpartum women can also reduce their weight, and uh, like I said, like Karen said, studies show that breastfeeding alone can help a woman lose from 250 to 500 calories a day. It also contracts the uterus and helps bring it back to its original pear shape mm -hmm. size in six weeks. Combining breastfeeding with some of the postpartum weight loss programs, we uh, will help you and uh, uh, lose weight very quickly right and uh, not only does regular exercise routine help the woman lose weight from the pregnancy it also helps them feel healthy fit 
and active uh, uh, and alleviates postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Ideally, any exercise program should be begin six weeks after a normal delivery, vaginal birth, and eight weeks after a C-section. Health care providers generally recommend low-impact exercises such as swimming, yoga, walking, and kegel crunches. It's best to start with an exercise session of 10 to 15 minutes uh, to increase uh, endurance into about 30 minutes. And remember, please drink plenty of water to facilitate uh, good uh, hydration. A lot of people miss out on that. About 10 to 12 glasses of water a day. Water also keeps the body hydrated. An important point considering hydration leads to a decrease in milk production. Karen and I wanted, uh, wanted you grandmothers to understand, too, that this may be something that you need to bring up with your daughters because a lot of young people just don't seem to understand that the diet is very important in childbirthing. So if you could help us with, with helping your, your daughters, your granddaughters, and trying to help your children make good choices because a lot of people didn't know about the nutritional part of their diet until, you know, later on in life. So let's make good, healthy choices. Uh, wouldn't that be good, Karen? Right, yes. And, and, and exercise is very important for all of us, uh, including the elderly, uh, the husband. Husbands, take your wife out. You know, once you find out that she's pregnant and, and you want her to be healthy, take her out. You and her go for walks. You go and her go for talks. We talked about all this in the past. Uh, hold hands. Walk in the park. You know, uh, maybe uh, it's a good time for both of you to start some kind of exercise program. Make sure the doctors are okayed it. And uh, again, you want to be eating healthy while the child is in, uh, in the womb. You want to make sure that you give the baby the best chance to be healthy throughout the rest of their life. So give yourself, your, your, your spouse, your, uh, yourself the best chance to right. recover. And, and not just um, pr uh, prenatal, but postnatal also. I mean, after the baby's born and um, the mother gets the okay from her doctor to start exercising, you can put, you know, put the baby in the carriage and go for a walk at that time as well. Yeah, Karen and I, if you, like I said, if you have any questions, again, we are open to answering any question from email, uh, phone calls, uh, posting it on our website, on Facebook, at uh, livingfit.com.co. Uh, we want to answer your questions. We're, like I said, we're going to be posting information up there that you can use. And again, you need to be taking care of yourself if, you, if you're thinking about getting pregnant. Right, right. Because uh, studies have shown that what you eat even before even getting pregnant helped, uh, causes problems with the child and with the pregnancy. So try to make good choices even now because health is something that, you know, once you lose it, you, you never can gain it back the way you want to. It's a lot harder. And... Karen and I always say this, prevention is better than what? A pound of cure. Yep. So let's do what we can to be healthy 
from beginning to end. If there's anything that we can do to help you with that, you know, we're available. Like I said, we make ourselves open. At the end of the show, uh, our announcer will give you our phone number. And again, at the beginning of the show, we give you our emails and our tele- personal telephone numbers. Yeah. So make every effort to eat right. And Karen and I certainly appreciate the fact that we have this opportunity to share with you some knowledge about eating healthy. In the next few weeks, we'll be talking about elderly uh, people, uh, about exercises, about trying to strengthen your bones, trying to get you to be uh, healthy in your later years. You want to be able to enjoy your later years, so we want you to be uh, healthy in those later years. You want to be able to carry those grandbabies around. You want to be able to go out in the yard and play with them. Right. You want to be able to go and do activities right. out in the yard. Right. So, so that's, that's our goal. And we'll be adding the kinds of foods that you can eat also to keep your bones strong and healthy as well. And just because you are 60 or 70 or 80 doesn't mean that you have to walk around with uh, brittle bones and um, you know aches and pains and, and bent over. You can actually walk around just as comfortable as a 30 or 20, 30, 40 year old um, just by eating the right foods. Yeah, Kira and I have been studying. We've been trying to find out things that you can do that can help you even get rid of some ailments that you already have, like arthritis pain, uh, diabetes. You know what I'm saying? We've been studying those things so that we can give you information that you can use in your diet and in your exercise programs that can help you be healthier in, in your later life. It's things that you can live with, not fad diets, not something that you're going to take now and as soon as the pain goes away, you'll leave it alone. These are things that you'll be able to incorporate into your daily meal plans. Yeah, Karen, we also understand that, that dieting doesn't work. So right. we, we're trying to fix it, uh, give you information about foods that you can eat, that you can eat as much of it as you want to and still uh, gain, uh, lose weight and feel good and be able to enjoy yourself. And... There are times when you'll be able to go out and enjoy your family. Like I said, you'll be able to feel like going out, and you'll feel like, you know, you'll be able to rest better. You'll be able to enjoy your life. And that's what we're about, because Karen and I, we, we're not young <laughs> anymore. And we, Especially James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so we, we're trying to uh, figure out ways that, that our, our, our uh, uh, later years and our grandchildren will be we'll be able to enjoy them we're not trying to lay down uh, and say hey i'm supposed to die <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we're, we're trying to get you healthy us healthy and and we want to look as good as the young people we want to live life without having to worry about oh, i'm too old to do this or i'm too old to do that we just want to be able to do what we want to do and then go from there and we want you to be able to enjoy your church your your family at home and we want you to be able to know that 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 when you go you on vacations when you go places you can be active and you'll feel like being active you don't have to sit in the hotel or sit on the beach you can actually get up and go do some bungee jumping if you feel like it or scuba diving and your your kids won't have to Row you around in a chair, or you won't have to walk with a cane. You you'll feel like the the vibrant, healthy person that you are to be, and we're we're just happy to be here to be able to help you with that. And that's really what God 
wants for us. Yeah, he wants us to, like I said, he wants us to prosper and be in good health. And that's what we want for you. And that's the reason why, why we're here. And like I said, if there's anything that you want us to talk about, please make an effort to uh, tell us about it. But like I said, we're going to go into detail about how you can live your best uh, adult life. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, retirement shouldn't be to where you sit on the porch in a rocking chair with your cane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and your grandkids should be able to and go out there and play with you. And taking 25 different medications every day. That's exactly right. We want, we want people to be healthy. And, and there's a way to do it, like I said. And it just takes, you know, some, some discipline. Uh, it just takes some, some care. And like I said, we're, we're here and we're going to give you that information. And we're going to make sure that at least you have the information. What you do with the information, I mean, that's something else. But we certainly appreciate you listening. And we certainly appreciate uh, our time here. And God bless you. Uh, until next time, this is Karen and, and James Roberts saying, keep living fit and, and doing what matters. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co or call 336 336- Two eight five five nine nine nine. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.